Welcome to Smoketown on Air, the podcast for families, students, teachers, and members of the Smoketown Elementary School community of Conestoga Valley School District, Lancaster, PA. Stay tuned to catch all the latest school happenings, events, and opportunities. Hear from the Smoketown faculty and staff, and learn tips and strategies to help your child succeed. Now, here's the host. Welcome back to Smoketown on Air. Hi, my name is Bo Miller, and I'm excited to be with you today and to be bringing you today's show with our special guest, Mr. Emmanuel Lugo. Mr. Lugo teaches kindergarten here at Smoketown, and I think you're really going to enjoy hearing about what inspired him to be a teacher and what inspires him to work with students, as well as much, much more. But before we jump to today's show, Let's hear about what's happening at Smoketown with Mr. Dominic Panza. This is the Smoketown Calendar of Events, keeping you informed on important dates to remember for upcoming happenings at Smoketown. Help us celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday by dropping everything and reading on March 2nd. This Friday, March 2nd, at school, we're going to drop everything and read for a 10 to 20 minute time period. The entire school will do this to celebrate Read Across America Week and Dr. Seuss's birthday. Next week, March 7th at 7.30 a.m., join us for the iMoms Breakfast. Also on March 7th, the second trimester will come to a close. Two days later on March 9th, you can expect report cards home. Family groups will meet the following Tuesday on March 13th here at school. March 16th, the theater from the high school will come and perform a mini-assembly of the show they're performing, Mary Poppins, this spring. Spring break will be as planned towards the end of this month, starting on Thursday the 29th. And be on the lookout for the Principals 100 Club. That will be starting again this month. And now it's time for our feature interview with Mr. Emmanuel Lugo. So without any further ado, here's Mr. Lugo. Emmanuel, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Who or what inspired you to become a teacher? The first person that comes to my mind is my fourth grade teacher, who ended up looping with my class and becoming our fifth grade teacher as well. So the bond that I built with her was very special. And she always saw potential within me that at the moment I didn't really see, um, really brought the leader within me out. And um, I think that she really played that that role in building that confidence within me and just building that passion of learning and helping others learn uh, within me. And um, as I kind of went through the rest of my schooling and just kind of grew into adulthood, just that idea also of just leaving a legacy behind because, I mean, no matter how old I get, I always remember that teacher. And that's a pretty powerful thought that no matter how old we get, no matter how many other teachers we have, there's always that one teacher that can really leave that mark and that legacy in your life that no matter what, you remember how they made you feel and how they reminded you that you were important and that you could do it. And they, those those things that really resonate with you even into adulthood and beyond. So that really inspired me. I love how you're living habit too, thinking about the impact you're going to have long-term on students and also how you took what someone else gave to you, seeing the potential in you, and then are giving it to students. That's really inspiring. You need to see kind of like how it all comes full circle. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you love most about the work you do? I teach kindergarten and it's just 
one thing that I really love about teaching kindergarten and my job in general is just seeing how excited the kids are to learn. Like they come in through those doors in August, five and six years old, and many of them don't have a clue about how this whole school thing works. Some of them, you know, had preschool and whatnot, but just seeing them from the first day of school and they, you know, they're sponges, but seeing them throughout the school year, how they're learning and growing, not only academically, but just socially, emotionally, how they're like building those peer relationships, how they're growing just independently. And at the end of the year, just seeing how far they've come is really rewarding because they literally come in with so many different strengths, but they leave kindergarten so confident, so excited to take on the world with an innocence and a sense of creativity, um, a love for learning. They want to share what they've learned. And that is so rewarding to me to see that no matter what, like they come to school every day so excited. And that excitement then makes me love my job because I know that they're a captive audience. And even the most <laughs> most boring thing to me would be the most exciting thing to them. Like adding one plus one is just like the coolest thing ever for them. So just that love of learning, that excitement of sharing what they know and just the excitement of learning something new every day just really keeps my love for what I do alive. Did you know you wanted to teach kindergarten from the onset or was that an acquired taste? It actually wasn't. So alter college, I thought that I wanted to do more of like the intermediate grade levels. Um, and when it was time to student teach, like I, I went to Millersville and I had some placements in the upper grades, some in the lower grades, but I wasn't really set on a specific grade level that I wanted to teach. Then comes student teaching. I student taught over at Fritz and I was in kindergarten for those 15 weeks and I loved it. I fell in love with it. I just, like I said, like their creativity, their, their innocence, their, or even just the message or the lessons that you learn from kindergartners or just students in general of like forgiveness and just not taking things so deep. Like they argue with their friends and two seconds later, they're like loving each other again. And as adults, sometimes it's kind of like a reminder. I'm like, wow, some things in life really aren't that deep. I don't have to take life or so many things so seriously, you know, like that's, that's pretty, that's a pretty nice reminder. But after student teaching, and then once I got um, this kindergarten position, like I definitely have fallen in love with it. So it's kind of hard to see myself teaching something else at the moment, but I'm open to whatever comes my way. Those are powerful lessons to learn and good reminders. What's your favorite Smoketown memory? I would go with when last year, Lauren, Melanie, and myself represented Smoketown at the district bonfire. It was like a dance competition and we won. So that was pretty cool. We got to wear the crowns as the dance battle winners and represent Smoketown. That was pretty neat. Um, but I, I don't know. It's It's kind of hard to just put my finger on one specific thing that has been really exciting. Um, I was also able to coach, uh, be an assistant coach for the girls on the run team here at Smoketown. So just being part of that team and part of that leadership and running the 5K with them and just kind of all of that coming full circle was really rewarding and um, definitely resonates and stands out as like one of the things that is my favorite as well. Was there a certain move that, that, took you all the way to victory when you were participating in the dance competition? 
<laughs> uh, it was a team effort. It was a team effort. I think that the three of us really just shut it down. You know, we were just in the zone. Can't really, can't really put my finger on a one specific move. I mean, I guess we're just all that talented. You know, as humbly as that sounds. <laughs> well, there you have it. There's no better way to say it than just that. What's one resource you think Smoketown families should know about that maybe they don't, or maybe they already do? For those families who might not be very proficient in English or just might not feel as comfortable speaking English, like we do have resources available that can translate for them. Because I know that um, oftentimes there have been some families that don't really know how to get involved because of the language barrier. Um, there are resources in our district available where there is a translating service and if there's ever a need that they have that they don't feel comfortable communicating to a parent because of a language barrier there is that available for them because we definitely want them involved and we want that communication between the teachers and the parents and the school um, but sometimes they just don't know how to kind of bridge that gap so it really doesn't matter what language they may speak like the resource is there for us to really get that communication solid and find that trans we have the the translations available so I, I mean i'm lucky to be able to speak two languages i speak english and spanish which has helped a lot in the classroom for those families that don't speak english but even like for other families whose primary language might not be english or spanish we still have uh that resource there to translate for them i'm so glad that you brought that up especially since you are bilingual or maybe multilingual. I'm not sure. I know you speak Spanish, like you mentioned, and that, that's just a great thing. I know that you've helped um, many teachers around the building and, and connected families. So definitely an awesome resource for you who are listening to check out if you think that's something you might want to take advantage of. Thanks for sharing that, Emmanuel. Mm -hmm. What's the best book you read this past year? I will be completely honest. I have not read a book in its entirety. <laughs> this past year i've started two books but i have not finished any of them but if i had to say which was my favorite of those two i would say it's kevin hart's let me explain <laughs> it's, <laughs> a com it's a book that he wrote it's a comedy book <laughs> not really academic so sorry if you were looking for an academic answer no 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 we just want it the way it is that's good yeah it's uh i really enjoy comedy and he's a, a comedian that i enjoy listening to. So I started reading his, um, his book. Um, haven't really finished it. Plan to finish that soon. But yeah, it was a book that I really did, did enjoy. I'm not recommending that you stop being a teacher because we love having you as a teacher here. But this question coming up will hopefully provide some more insight into who you are and what you love to do. So the question is, if you weren't a teacher, what would you do? I am fascinated with travel. And I think that if I weren't a teacher, I would love to have the job of like a travel blogger, just travel to different places and just blog about the food, the culture, the music, the traditions, the history, all of that. I'm fascinated by that. And it'd be neat to just have that opportunity to kind of step out of my own backyard and see more of the world. I feel like I, um, I was born and raised in Lancaster, went to Millersville. I was blessed to get a job here in CV, which is also in Lancaster. So I feel like I've kind of limited myself to my own backyard per se in regards to just kind of staying in Lancaster. So if I had the opportunity to just kind of do that and just see the world, that would be pretty awesome. Um, and then I've also thought about like real estate. I love 
the real estate industry, just like flipping houses and just kind of making a house your own and just that that kind of be fun. So those are the two things that I've thought about. If I someday, you know, if I hadn't been a teacher, those would be two things I would dabble in. Where would you go first? I would love to travel to Spain just because of the history there. Um, but there are many places on my bucket list. Definitely start out in Spain and just kind of go from there and see the rest of Europe because I've never been. Um, and just it, Europe so rich in history and culture and tradition. Uh, that would be pretty neat. They make my way to Asia and just kind of hit all seven continents, maybe. Maybe not Antarctica, but you know, I'd go with the other six. <laughs> Antarctica probably wouldn't be the most enjoyable stay. No, no. <laughs> In your opinion, what makes Smoketown special? Um, I definitely have to say just the sense of family and community that I felt even just before starting at Smoketown. Um, from the moment that I found out that I would be working at Smoketown, uh, Sally, our principal, was just so supportive and welcoming and friendly. Um, when I went through induction and I met more like the teachers that would be working at Smoketown as well, we kind of formed that friendship and that sense of community. And then as soon as I started setting up my classroom and just got ready for the school year, my team literally walked hand in hand with me to just make sure that I had everything that I needed for those first few days of school and just making me feel welcome and comfortable and I mean, just the sense of family that we have, that we can rely on each other, that we communicate, that we help each other, that we know, you know, when to have a good time, but also realize that, you know, we're all human and that we all sometimes just need a good laugh or just, you know, a good word of encouragement. That honesty is something that I really valuable, that is really valuable and I value, but also just the students. Uh, we're a diverse school and I, I really appreciate the diversity that our school has, not only in just language, but also just traditions and and so much more. We all bring something special to the table and together we make this school that's so beautiful and just a good place to be. I never really come to work and just think, oh, I have to go to work. Like I actually look forward to it. I look forward to seeing those kids in the hallway, look forward to seeing my kids and just my coworkers. So I think all of that goes in hand, hand in hand in just creating a welcoming atmosphere, uh, a learning environment, but also just uh, a loving, welcoming, inclusive community. So, Well said. What's something you think every student should learn? First and foremost, to love themselves. <laughs> to love themselves and realize that different is okay. Um, that we all, like I said, bring something special to the table to not compare themselves to anyone else. Learning is individual. Your success is individual. Um, comparing yourself to others will only kind of keep you from reaching your ultimate potential. But also they should learn to really believe in themselves and develop a love for learning. To be that learner who is always seeking more feel like when we just become complacent or whenever we kind of just settle, that's when we limit ourselves. So just kind of setting those high expectations for ourselves to to learn to set those those high expectations to believe in yourself and learn those skills that will get you through those tougher times um, are definitely some important things to learn and to remember and really 
value. Awesome. Well, you've heard it from Mr. Emmanuel Lugo. Emmanuel, thank you so much for being on the show today. Really enjoyed hearing from you and hearing your answers to these questions. They were for having me. Yeah, Uh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. This episode's community resource to highlight is the translation service that Mr. Lugo highlighted. If you or anyone else you know happens to need translation to communicate with the teacher or any of the staff at Smoketown or Conestoga Valley School District, please don't hesitate to ask. Just get in touch with your child's teacher or with another Smoketown faculty or staff member, and we'd be more than happy to help you connect with a translator who will be able to explain in your own language how your child is doing at school and how you can support him or her. Well, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Smoketown on Air. It's been an absolute pleasure spending time with you, and we sincerely hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We look forward to spending time with you next time. Thanks for listening to Smoketown on Air. Make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. Go Smoketown!